The galaxy has a huge number of stars, but the loss of any one can be felt deeply, and we've lost one such this week. Commander Night Ranger, also known to some as Scotty NR, has been taken from us. Many of us are lost for words, but our thoughts count mightily. What we will say is that for the last seven years, we've all made some phenomenal friends across the globe as a result of this shared experience. We've flown through the stars, had fun and shenanigans, shared in events and CGs, and many of us have built lasting friendships. It is a source of great pride and comfort that Hutton and the community at large have been there for each other, providing support, friendship and fun. Although we can't claim to have been close friends of his, we did speak on many occasions and it provides no small measure of comfort that the people we've met both in person and remotely have been there for one another, shared these experiences and enjoyed each other's company such that we can say hand on heart, we knew Night Ranger, we spent quality time with him and he was a good friend. He will be missed, but he will be remembered fondly. He's embarked upon his final frame shift jump, and this time it is into the unknown. But he goes with all of our thoughts, and maybe, once he reaches his destination, and one day in the far future, we may meet again. Raise a mug, and talk of the old days. From star stuff we are made, and to the stars we will pass once we are gone. Good evening, and welcome to the show. I'm your host for this evening, Harry Balzac. Mainly as Vantian, as you'll discover later in the show, is rather indisposed, talking to the porcelain microphone until his inner ear stops swirling. I'm the apology officer, and I'm covering for Amelia, as, well, she's sent in her apologies for the evening. I'm Wanker, and I think Amelia's been put through enough this year, with the Galnet Rares Digest and all that Danger, so we'll be bringing something out of the archives. And I'm Norma Snappers, and well, I had to rescue Vantion, and the passions of seat of my career will never be the same again. Nor will the dashboard of my SRV. Nor, to be fair, that planet's surface. On that note, we better move along for fear of spoilering our own news headlines. The Silly B Code. We've had a letter. Hutton helps paladins with a cavalcade of carnage. One can waff in, but can one waff out? Once again, Vantian loses control. It's a record collection of LPs. Reportage from the folk at large.
There's been a slew of people this week asking for copies of old Hutton Orbital radio scripts. Apparently they'd heard something about some blinking dog clan or something, and some sort of giveaway. Naturally, everyone's first thought was that of Hutton, and the notorious free anaconda. Here at last, they supposed, hidden in those reams upon reams of impenetrable prose, must be the secret to the famed ship that costs nothing. It must be true, deep down, surely. Why else would the fable of the ship that cannot be launched have lasted throughout the ages, despite the obvious problems with such an arrangement, and the patent willingness of pilgrims to ignore the fact that they know that an anaconda needs a large pad, and they know that outposts don't have one of the aforesaid landing zones? That's the plight of people who've never learned to think critically. They'll believe what they see in social media before they'll trust what scientists say, such as an anaconda cannot launch from or land on a medium pad. But with Billy from the local Apex Dispatchers says in a post that his mate used the search engine Google and showed a video that showed an anaconda taking off from an outpost, then it must be true. We at Hutton are used to the disappointed faces of pilots peering out through their canopy as they arrive at the orbital, only to discover that they cannot land, not even to buy a mug. Their faces stuck in a perpetually, perpetually quizzical expression as they circle just one more time, looking for a landing pad that is never going to appear. The Hutton Counselling Service has regular clinics for pilots who arrive in a small ship to help them show that their greed outweighed their intellect for just a moment. Or about an hour and a half, to be more accurate. The more astute seekers after hidden truths soon realised that the encrypted messages buried in the scripts actually referred to something that acolytes like referred to as the real world. And that hidden away in every, all right then, almost every, story is a nugget of truth. And that if you can discover what they are and arrange them in the right order, they will lead you to Hutton's least well-kept secret. That it's all for the mug. And the gin to go in it, of course. We have received a letter of complaint this week from a Mrs Lattice of North Wales City and the Atferro system. It reads, Dear Mr Brubin, I recently bought one of your pre-engineered flat cannons for my nephew as an early Christmas present. I paid extra for the pre-engineering as my relative is a lazy scrot and moans about something called the grind. Imagine his disappointment when he went out to play with some friends after fitting his new toy, which was a lovely shade of red I must say, and his cannon failed to remove the skin from our newly baked rice pudding. I have to say that I was disgusted to find the word decorative meant that it wouldn't actually do as much damage as a small catherine wheel, which we were mightily upset didn't contain any catherines and my nephew has been taken to hiding in the corner of his cockpit, similarly conspicuously devoid of any cocks, before crying and sucking his thumb again. I would caution you to please use a bold typeface and flashing colours in your naming of items in the future so that honest citizens aren't troubled by unexpected results. Because reading the description is too hard. P.S. I'd also like a refund for the mob turtle soup as it doesn't actually contain any turtles. We'd like to remind commanders that should one read first, complain second, as it prevents red faces all round. Oh, and to the commander that tried commanding, that tried ganking Commander Vantian on his way to Sol earlier, using said weapon, the fireworks were much appreciated, and the detonation when the perpetrator exploded was most entertaining. 
There are red flashing lights in the Hutton Situation Room tonight. They're not on the Hutton Tactical Christmas Tree, nor, for a nice change, are they on the monitoring board for the biowaste tanks. No, those red lights are a call for aid from one of Hutton's oldest allies, the Paladin Consortium. It appears that person, or more likely, persons unknown, have pulled a Nakatomi Plaza and attacked their systems in the run-up to Christmas. Mercenaries have been seen in both the Nabatine and Sugrivix systems, where they have fueled old tensions, armed disgruntled citizens, and encouraged them to attack gruntled citizens. Bins have been knocked over, images of human genitals have been sprayed on walls, and harsh language has been used. Things have now escalated to full-on war in both systems, and the Paladins have called for help. They need combat-trained pilots and ground soldiers to step in on the side of the <coughs> Paladin Consortium and give the as-yet-unknown but apparently like sausages enemy a good boot up the arse in both systems. So please put on your steel toe-cap docks, form a disorderly queue and make your way to either Nabatine or Sugrivik to represent the Hutton truckers in our effort to help our old friends fend off an attack from outside forces or interfering with these simple rural people of the EG Union and get them all riled up. The Paladins have called. How will Hutton answer? More on Operation Cavalcade later. Breaking news. Sally, pilot of the PWAF, has escaped. This is a good thing. Apparently, Sally was incarcerated recently through no fault of her own and ran the risk of serving her unjust sentence right over the pink sparkly Christmas season without the comforts of home. Thanks to some insiders in the facility providing her with all the best advice and an outpouring of support, notarised documents stating that Sally is of good character and of course plenty of sparkles, she's managed to secure an early release and made her way back to her home base. The galaxy hasn't seen this much of an outpouring of love since the Pilots' Federation released a fully engineered, lightweight jump drive on the galaxy with bonus engineering baubles, or the Winking Cat handed out free jumpers to everyone with glow-in-the-dark snowmen on them. In all seriousness for a second, we'd like to pass on our eternal thanks to the staff of the facility that Sally visited for applying repair limpets, and we're very glad that she's home again. Stay well and for the mug. For tales of adventure, danger, risk and rescue, you can't beat a hut in distress call. Commander Vantian aboard the Shady Lady had to broadcast an emergency message yesterday after things went, well, a little pear-shaped on his adventure around the Winky Cat crash ship sites. His log read... Number one. Mayday, Mayday, control's offline. I'm going down. Number two. Oh, it's okay. Throttle is working. Number three. I'm in an accidental Immelman. Thruster's not responding. Feel sick. Number four. Ground approaching. Viewport support. Sky ground, sky ground, sky ground, sky ground. Number five. Throttle not responding. Ground is not getting closer feel very sick. Number six. Send help. 
Lone dart landing imminent. Number seven. Ouch. Number eight. Brain sick. At which point, an emergency signal was received from the Epsilon Eridani system, but it appears that his ship had performed a perfectly executed reverse two-and-a-half somersault with two-and-a-half twists before embedding itself into the scenery. Luckily, the ship survived and Commander Vantian was able to disembark safely. The ship was not able to leave the planet's surface due to a complete failure of the control systems. Commanders Flossie and Spodge were the first to respond, heading to the location to provide a quick lift to the next Winking Cat location and the loan of an SRV. Of course, one picked up, once picked up, Flossie was subjected to the obligatory. So, is this the start of your shift then? And do you go south of the river at this time of night? Which resulted in a thorough panning. The Sherry Lady was able to be recovered using the shipboard autopilot and had headed to a nearby dry dock for repairs. Commander Van Tian has retired to the bar until such times as the room stops spinning, which, given it's in a Coriolis station, might take some time. It was a quieter week in Hutton space, with pirates being seen off in several systems, to cries akin to, Get off my land, you black-livered lagged ye! Lemme love, where's my slippers? Like last week, Barnard's star is still on 37% and the unwashed factions are now squabbling in both civil wars and wars that aren't so civil, making it difficult to move much influence. They ought to knock it off in a day or two for the Christmas truce, so keep an eye out for the end of hostilities and then get in there to boost Hutton interests. Epsilon Eridani has a dose of pirates earlier in the week and took a little bit of a hit, dropping from the low 40s to 38, and Trepin is keeping off Santa's coal list by a point on 41. The marketing wizards at Sirius Corporation have been selling us dodgy water filters again, resulting in an infrastructure failure in AVIC, so shipping slightly less dodgy water filters and power generators to Bruce Prospect in AVIC. It's an outpost, so leave your cutters and T9s in the hangar. In the run-up to the festive season, Hutton has increased its LP collection from 4 to 5. No, not those flat black polymer audio discs you can see in your museum app, but LP715-52. Yes, Operation Jump Into a Dump has delivered once again by popping us into another nondescript system, occupied this time not, not by one but two player factions, the Earth Defence Fleet and the Roughnecks. Clearly Alvin is not interested in such a system, so help out Purple Central Network in winning the war as required. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems League, we have six systems above 60%, including the one we want just over 70, which isn't so bad. Again, please don't run missions and dump data into systems that are above 60%, we just end up with random expansions that interrupt our actual plans. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Hutton influence in Barnard's star once the wars end in a day or two, and ship supplies into Avic to relieve the infrastructure failure. If you want to shoot something, the Paladin Consortium can use a little truckerly help in Nabatine and Sugrivik against the invading Hun. Don't they know it's Christmas? Perhaps they do. Actually, ignore that. The Paladins need our help, so drop everything and head to the Nabatine and Sugrivik systems and please, 
please bring the big guns and not one of those red flat cannons. Many people in the galaxy are preparing themselves for a few days away from their normal grind, so that there will be a lot more time for the galactic tape. There are still plenty of events that you can get involved with, as this latest list will show you. If you are interested in any of these events, either to watch or to participate, then as usual, links for information will be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. If the word mollusk offends you, then put your fingers in your ears for the next couple of minutes as the Comfy Cannon Cruise is reporting and Commander Mephisto is no stranger to that word. Checks. Checks. I, I know I've got to press the, the little button thingy first. I pressed it. I've done it. It's right. okay. Okay. The Comfy Cannon Cruise continued its journey back to the bubble with more real mollusks to investigate. Lutolium at Waypoint 115 and Lindy who, who writes this stuff, at number 116. The following two waypoints featured anomalies for a change, P10 and a K02 type, the Lindigotium kind of bell mollusk was the topic for the next waypoint. Next up were planet-side features, amorpha plants, which surprisingly look like ancient amphorae, and punicium brain trees, all in an environment that is too hot to get out on foot. Then anomalies were to be probed again, Q05 type at waypoint 121 and P06 at waypoint 122, reached by Konsu today. This feature, as well as one of the next waypoints, were pointed out to, by the captain, to the captain, sorry, by Commander Cometborn, who noted their recent discovery by Commander Marks and that they were quasi on the way of the cruise. Passengers congratulated Commander David HNB for attaining Elite One, but the presence of the winking cap got him to return to the bubble early. Commander Servalan also couldn't resist, but he's already on the way back to Konsu. Our estimated arrival is the 8th of January 3308 in Varati, ending the expedition that's gone on for over nine months. Only the observant Commander Illyrium spotted the captain's mistake in last week's report, stating that it was going on for only six months. To celebrate the end of the cruise, some plans are to be made. Maybe former passengers or even other commanders want to celebrate with the tourist party as well. Look out for the announcements here and on other channels. The Wild Wild West expedition has finally returned home, but not before Em and Dan and Analog Kid express their thanks their love of poetry and their inability to turn their mic off before coughing in a moving closing ceremony. All right. Commanders, at long last, we have arrived. 16 weeks of deep space exploration, stellar cartography, discovery, and wonder have brought us all here to this final waypoint of the wild, wild west. Our journey together has come to an end. And as we celebrate our accomplishments, we also celebrate the season. On behalf of all the scouts, admins, and organizers on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, thank you for being a part of this amazing crew. 
To everyone who's kept our carriers full, thank you. To everyone who shared their science and screenshots in slaloms, thank you. To everyone who helped etch our waymark onto the galaxy map, thank you. To everyone who celebrated, memorialized, nominated, wandered, flew, jumped, dived, and occasionally exploded with us, thank you. This expedition started as an idea, and you have all made it into something truly wonderful. Co-organizer Analog Kid is here, and I'd like to invite him to say a few words. Merry Christmas one and all. Um, it started as an idea, a discussion amongst two friends about two different places in the galaxy that had a special meaning for each. Uh, the idea then grew into a scouting mission where a handful of intrepid commanders made their way west to build the framework of the expedition we've all just completed. We're at the end, it's been a ride to both the heights of the galaxy and its depths along our western trail. It's been a tribute to the spirit of exploration that unites us. On behalf of the expedition organisers, the team, I want to thank each and every commander for taking part and making this expedition what it's been. Great fun and a testament to the in-game community of which we are each an indelible part. On a personal note, in relation to V1357 Signy, my waypoint, um, it's the in-game location of Cygnus X1, the namesake Rush song, of whom I'm a massive fan, and you really should listen if you haven't already. In the constellation of Cygnus, there lurks a mysterious invisible force, the black hole of Cygnus X1. Stick stars of the Northern Cross, in mourning for their sister's loss, in a final flash of glory, never more to grace the night. Thank you, Analog. With the expedition winding down and people headed their own ways now, remember one thing. Even in the dark of the black, you are never alone. Cherish the friendships and memories you've created here and set out one day again to make your mark on the universe. You are an explorer and you live by our motto. Let there be light. Thank you all for coming to the closing ceremony. This has been Commander Airman Dan signing off one last time. See you, Starside. Commander Deluvian needs cheering up by the sound of this latest report. So if you're not doing anything much over the holiday period, why not slap on out to join the expedition, all the clouds in the sky, and make him realise that being alone isn't the worst thing that can happen out in the black. Expedition Day 99, we're at the Soul Nebula, currently parked in Soul Sector EL-Y D7, Main Star. I was hoping to reposition the carrier close to base camp, an asteroid base station, inside the B1 gas giant belt, but there is no tritium in stock, so it does not seem necessary. 
We did not come to find Soul Nebula directly from NGC 7538. Oh no, last week it was pretty busy, so for us, as we also visited the Bubble Nebula, NGC 281 and NGC 1491 back in the Formidian Rift region. That brings our current objective count to lucky number 7. Stunning vistas, but not a lot of exploration, as all of the aforementioned nebulae are pretty small and have none to few systems inside. It feels like Christmas already, at least my regular Christmas, a bit isolated from everyone else. The crew is mostly dormant and I am trying to find time and energy to push us forward. Zodiac feels a bit lifeless and empty and I am already imagining walking alone along those long corridors and hangars, sitting at the empty helm and hearing only AI responding to my, are we there yet? Loneliness is sometimes a choice. But even in this case, it does not mean that it hurts less. I am not a big fan of this part of the year, and getting myself busy is the best cure. Hence, why you will definitely see more progress before we say goodbye to 3307. The Magellan Experience is still having fun on their journey which will eventually reach Magellan Star and an anomalous source census is updated. The Magellan Experience last week had their final mass launch in which Commander Richard Fluyans was able to join the expedition after being stuck for three weeks in port before finally getting his certification for graduating from a major pilot's institution. Fortunately for Richard, he was able to prevail and graduate. Congratulations, Richard! In the next four days after the super successful mass launch, in which two other ASPs attended and proved harder to organise than the 70, mass launch, 70 people mass launch for another reason, the SWS Lockhart sped through the route and was able to make it to Waypoint 7 just in time for the festivities. These festivities will include a meet-up with Richard that will host this Christmas Eve, meet-up at 2100 IGT UTC, on the 24th to celebrate another year of success. It will take place in the site discovered by Commander E.T. Talon and Phil P. on the system Blue York PZ-D D13-11 Body AB, which resembles the Earth-like geographical location of the Great Canyon and its surroundings. The Magellan Experience is in full swing during these holidays and together with its 187 commanders will remain as one of the memorable trips within the Independent Explorers Association history. Thank you for remaining with us and remember this trip is nowhere near the limit of what you can do as an explorer. Good luck and see you all on Friday to say hi to each other. The fantastically frigid trip to Triffid thought that their troubles were over, as they'd reached their destination and were able to just enjoy the sights. But Commander Richard Fluminez M has told us that all is not well. The Sidewinder Syndicate has problems back at home. While the expedition is currently on the edge of the Triffid Nebula, pretty busy exploring, defence is needed for the system of Coco Ricks at home from being taken over by Dark Enterprise while the squadron is away. Expedition members need your help at home by supporting Sidewinder Syndicate 
influence near Kokorix as we are really close to get to the fantastic Triffid Nebula and would be ashamed to lose this systems while lose this system while enjoying our exploration vacation. Without any further ado, happy holidays from the fantastical trip to Triffid Crew, and we wish you happy holidays and prosperity for all your next year efforts. A big thanks to Hutton Orbital. Hey, hey, that's that's us, that is. Uh, that across the year has given us a spot in their broadcast, and we really appreciate your support, and hopefully we will see more truckers exploring the black together with us next year. The Nexus Exploration, the exobiology-focused long-range expedition, has had one or two incidents this week, as Commander Omega Megalus tells. Commander Anthony Hems is on his way to a good recovery. However, when it comes to speed, it can be time-consuming, wishing him well. After recovery of the passengers from the FC Olympus to FC Nimrod, we are en route to the errant marches as the stars become more thin. The, there were recent discussions about how to conduct our operation out in the southwest region of the galaxy, and we came up with a great idea. Sweeping. Now, why the hell would anyone want to sweep the galaxy? Well, they like to keep things clean. In all seriousness, it's been a struggle attempting to do any actual xenobiology work since the damn tool won't work, and with the soon-to-be-released fleet carrier interiors, we would also fail to leave the inside cabin and depart to another galaxy in a fleet carrier too. Or worse, get locked out. Only time will tell. Nexus remains committed to their collaborating team in fellowship with the Fuel Rats and other partnering groups, and so some fleet captains might contribute their FC to the sake of DSSA outposts and rat outposts to that deep spark part of space. So far, we are slowly but surely succumbing to space madness and will likely not return to the bubble. We kind of have to, I suppose. Uh, lastly, the Nexus team wants to wish everyone a wonderful holiday season and cheers to a new year. See you in the Black Commanders 07. If you were fretting that you weren't going to have them to complete the Canon Research Speed Scanning Challenge by the end of the year, then you're in luck. LCU No Fool Like One has put down his hand tool for just long enough to send this update. Due to the extended malfunction of the organic scanners in Update 9, Canon have extended their speed scanning challenge to the 14th of January, which allows for a full day-night cycle. The winner gets a rather special Canon coin and the top three also get Canon Thargoid sample flasks. All you have to do is scan nine different life forms on Tukerni Sector AF-A-D971-4E, faster than anyone else on solid data. You will need to record a video of the whole process, which can take as little as 20 minutes if you want to win the prize, or considerably longer if you don't mind losing. You have a really good chance of winning something, so go to canon.science and put organic in the search and you can find all the related posts pertaining to this competition. We've heard news a pair of charity live streams that are taking place on Wednesday December 29th, featuring Orange Phoenix, those crazy Dutch spellings. Old gamers, war books, and someone else whose voice should be very familiar. 
Where's Earth? Seems we have intercepted a transmission of unknown origin. Human? Unknown. Can you see this? I've never seen anything like it. Early gamer, and there's someone called Warbucks, and they appeared on my list. Now, I put them in the wrong column. Saving so it for the 29th. Oh, so is that your cunning plan for the charity stream on the 29th, is it? Yeah, for all those in, if you didn't catch that earlier, uh, myself and older gamer on the Wednesday, the 29th of December, will be doing a special effect uh, charity stream. We'll each be streaming separately, uh, but like a crossover stream. And uh, yeah, apparently older gamer is going to make sure Warbucks kills me. Thanks for that. Have a good night, older gamer. Okay, well. As you emerge from the post-holiday excesses, maybe it's time to do something different and go on an expedition. You could do a lot worse than join New Year New Discoveries 3308, which departs January the 2nd. Commanders Aberich and Luna Sidhara want to welcome you to their party. Once again, we arrive at New Year New Discoveries with our lovely group Alchemy Den. With our souls fired up for a heartwarming, fun-filled expedition, we turn our ship's bows to the sunrise for a gratifying start to our expedition and welcome all who wish to join. We will be visiting some unique places in the galaxy with some special events along the two-month journey. If you don't think you want to fly the whole way, we've got you covered with the Alchemy Den Fleet Carrier Lunar Hyperlight primed and ready to ferry you and all your ships through the countless stars on our journey. See you then! Another way to start the new year, the celebration of Early Astronomy 4 Expedition will set off on January the 8th, 3308. An expedition to see the systems whose names you've only seen in books up to now. 
But here's your chance to get an eyeful of what they really look like. Commander Kezika sent this greeting. Happy holidays from CEA. Just over two weeks now until the start of celebration of early astronomy 4. Find out more or sign up at theexpedition.info. Enjoy yourself during the festive period out there in the galaxy. And if you want company, there's all those events that you can join. Email itookpartathutnorbital.com if you know of any we've missed. And we're back. Well done, everyone. Another mammoth list of, of things going on. It's so boring and elite. Nothing ever happens except all of that no, lot and a whole awful, load more. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's, I just uh, don't have enough time in the day to do nothing. Uh, yes. Well, welcome, everyone. I, I don't know. If, oh, we, the, the, I see the camera's broken again in the studio. Yeah, sorry that, that, that viewers. Otherwise, you'd see we're all wearing matching green jumpers. Festive. Mm. Mm. Or mind case facile, but you know it's fa festive. What it's supposed to be <laughs> flaccid. <laughs> is is yours a military grade fabric green festive jumper? No, it's just a basic one. Ah, I'm not allowed to wear a jumper because I'm in because I'm not in Odyssey. You don't actually need legs because you wear it on the sort yeah. of yeah. part of your body. Yeah, still not allowed to wear it. I just have to sit here in my vest. Like John McLean. John McLean. <laughs> Santa hat. No, more yeah, Rab C. Nesbitt, I think, you know. <laughs> How very dare you! <laughs> How dare you! How dare you! Mm. How dare you! <laughs> well, we didn't have a live stream this week, did we? No, we no. didn't have any live streams. But taken the but, week. But You'd almost think everyone in God in holiday. Yeah, but I do here, because I unfortunately did not have a ticket for this. I hear that some people had a ticket for the behind-the-scenes frontier rum fest that was um, <laughs> Friday's, <laughs> Friday's live theme. It was. It was It was very good. I hope you recorded uh, it because you won't remember it. Well, I, I, I did try to record it, but my, at some point my OBS got drunk and fell over, <laughs> which was a theme. Um, you it was pour, very good. You didn't pour rum in it, did you? Because wine works in a computer, apparently. I I've tried no, that. But, I, you know. No idea what <laughs> happened, but it, no, it was very good. Um, it was uh, it was an online sort of Zoom event. So for those who are confused, um, it was the substitute for the Frontier in Cambridge in-person uh, live event that was supposed to have taken place the previous Friday, um, the 10th. So... Um, Arf was determined to do his do his pub quiz, so uh, we did it last Friday online, and it was jolly good fun. I think it was well, I counted I think thirty eight at one point. I wasn't keeping track, but that's that's a number that's stuck in my uh, adult mind since. Um, so it was a it, it was it was uh, a pub quiz themed event. So Arf. Uh, Zach, Bruce, and Paul Crowder were the were the were the hosts, and we sort of went off into our. I didn't know uh, Zoom had rooms, so we had breakout rooms. So as a as the three teams that we were split into could go off into their own little room and answer, take ten minutes to answer the the questions which are put together, which were very good. 
you sort of had a Christmas theme and a 1980s theme and films and stuff. It was, it was How about 1980s Christmas films? That would that be a very specific uh, room, wouldn't it? Well, they, 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 they weren't all, but uh, there, were, there, there, there was a, quite a very famous uh, 1980s Christmas film, if you can name any. Do you want to name any? Lethal Weapon. Is that a Christmas film? Yeah. Everything's a Christmas film these days. Lethal Weapon really is. It takes place at Christmas. Does it? I think someone yeah. mentioned that in the chat now. The no, first, coming back the to me first now. part is in a Christmas tree... When you first meet Riggs and he makes his first address, arrest, it's in a, it's in a Christmas tree yard. Uh, I've got no idea, no idea. But yeah. um, one thing, oh, I don't know if you saw last Thursday's live stream. Arth turned up dressed as what I believe was Skeletor, and, and it was a bit warm. So this time he just turned up in his Santa hat. By but, the power you know, of Wink Skull. Justin, by the power of Santa hat. <laughs> Um, you see, no, no, just in his Santa. Well, I could see he had like a dark shirt on as well. But, oh right, right. He was wearing you know, all the clothes. You know, you know that famous of all pirate questions, which is, "Where has all the rum gone?" Um, well, apparently the answer is half. Because <laughs> <laughs> he kept waving this bottle at his webcam, and I, I, I do remember as I noticed it, it sort of got more and more and more and more empty <laughs> as the as the night went on. Anyway, I think I'd have been a bit more less. worried if he'd had a bottle in front yeah. of him and it became more full. I actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually thought the, the, the most famous pirate question is why are pirates called pirates? Because they are. Because they are. Because they are. Have you got a small coconut chocolate covered uh, bar under your hat? No, <laughs> but I've got a bounty on my head. Yeah. Where are your buccaneers uh, under my bucking <clears> hat? <laughs> <laughs> So it was it was a lot of fun. There were some uh, faces uh, familiar to me and not so familiar. Um, trying to remember people we would know. Uh, Wotherspoon was there um, with Beetle Jude. We were in the oh, same. They team get they get everywhere. Me. They're invited yeah, to all the best parties. Aiden is oh a, yeah Aiden's there he is Aiden's chiming up in the in the chat right now. Aiden was there and uh, Millstone Bart. Um, I don't think he was in our team, but he was. He was definitely there, uh -huh. and lots of other sort of late some live radio faces. Nice. Um, Doctor K was there. Oh, um, cool. Lots, lots of people I've sort of heard their um, voices on YouTube. Or the names bandied about. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So it was good. It was good fun. The names good. whispered in yeah. reverence. Yes. It was. It was. It was quite <laughs> funny as well. <laughs> For those who are of a certain age, you remember the what was it, 1970s now, and you remember uh, Celebrity Squares. Oh, and yes. Our oh, yeah. yeah. little Zoom windows. Were a bit, it was a bit like being in Celebrity Squares. I was waiting for somebody's foot to come through the bottom of their screen, sort of kicking you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like Adrian Edmondson on uh, University Challenge. Yeah. Uh, Vivian. Achtung! Yeah. As he throws the hand grenade down into the other team. <clears throat> the Toffs. The Toffs, yes. Mm. yes. So that was jolly good fun, and it went on, and then after the quiz was over, we all sort of gathered, and people slowly fell by the wayside of their, as their window went dark. And, they fell asleep. And then everybody's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's window eventually went dark, when I think Arf's girlfriend went, right, turn that off! <laughs> <laughs> the screen went black. But it, oh, was, it was, I think it was three and a half hours in by that point, so... It was probably a good call. 
Yeah. <coughs> so, what's this about uh, driving home for Christmas? Oh, yes. Um, you, you may have seen on Gal Book, uh, Dave, Dave Waller, so Waller81, is mm-hmm. for some reason known only to himself. He's decided to drive between two um, surface settlements on a, on a planet right. um, for Christmas. And is he is he playing Chris Rea? Um, he, well, I don't know what the hell he was playing because I, I don't know what it was when I I t- he, he put out a call for grain apparently. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. I saw that. Mm. So I I I I was in my I was in my cutter actually. So I I quickly changed my ass, went and picked up some grain for him, and I dropped off at my fleet carrier and picked up. Um, some hot and mugs, uh, uh-huh. some mega gin, and uh, some indie bourbon. I just happened to have lying around. Party essentials. Yep, and flew out. Only three jumps in my in my ass down to. He's on HIP two nine four four is the system he's in, and he's still he's still there. He's still driving around. And so I met up with him and uh, dropped them off, and we had a bit of a bit of a hoof around. But it was dark and it was cold and it was. So we didn't we didn't stay too long, and I let him let him get on with it. Uh, I think Tao Z visited him last night and dropped off some levy and brandy. So, oh, if you're <clears throat> if you want to drop in and catch up with Dave while he's driving across uh, Planet Four C, I think it is. Mm. Mm. I used to go to school go. with Sphere. You did? No, you did <laughs> not. You it never did. did. He did. On two sides, yeah. Wow. Same school. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. Operation Breastplate. I was calling it Operation Cavalcade earlier because it was for the Paladins, and that reminds me of Glenn Michaels' uh, lamp from Glenn Michaels' Cavalcade. But Dave has done things like make up channels and things and get into Aries Fusion to do stuff for uh, Hunt and Helper. So I suppose we are. We're going, we really should call it Operation Breastplate then. Well, that's so, what it is in <coughs> in Discord, so yes. That's what it, yeah, it is now. <laughs> so, so that makes so, it official. Um, he's created that. So that's following on for the story earlier, um, just to go and help the the Paladin Consortium and their systems. Um, so the fleet carrier Mythos will be available for hunting truckers. Um, and the helper is temporarily offline at the moment, so Antares is castigating the hampers. The hamsters. Is that like a Christmas yeah. hamster? Yes. Christmas hamster. You just call it's it a hamper, white. yeah. I don't know. It's more, the cast, it's more the castigating that worries me. It's no wonder they won't work. If that happens, it's more like a wicker, a wicker hamster. A wicker hamster? Oh! Imagine getting oh, burnt inside one of them. <laughs> oh, stunt bottoms. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, everybody, if you... If you feel like you want to get away from your nearest and dearest, you want to, and you want to, th- I've got no, I've got something to do. It's for the lads. It's for the, it's for the people. You know, I've got to go and help them. You know, why not mm-hmm. go and help Paladin? Because we're going to try and do it as Hutton. We're doing that, and what we're going to do is try and make it a bit worth your while. We've we've had a look in the back of the cupboard, and obviously the exact details have got to be worked out because we don't mm-hmm. want to be too generous because we're going to have to take money out of the. Out the poor puppies, yeah. if, you know, if we do that. But, forbid. Yeah. Yes, but there will be rewards for taking part. This is one of those things we Ooh. want to make it official, official, official Hutton. And so we will be posting uh, very shortly once Fantern's managed to count up to 11 
without yeah getting arrested. Well, that's yeah, now, that's all of his fingers. Yeah. Yes. Should we just should yes. we just ask now where uh, Alex Zuno wants the mug sent? <laughs> yes, yes. There, there, <laughs> so there will there will be at least one mug available. There will be decals, and there are some flight patches as well. And so we've got to work Ooh, out the exact yes. numbers yet. And it's yeah. And I want to keep the numbers small because it'll be me that ends up having to do all the admin on it. Yep. <laughs> and remember, two. Alex Alex Zuno does uh, bounties, no mm. war. It's mm. so, the same thing. It's not the same thing. Yeah, it's it's not just the same thing. thing. It's still killing stuff, isn't it? Well, it's killing stuff, but yeah, it's, it's slightly different circumstances. few more people against you. Um, mm. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm sure Alex would, well, because you see, Alex's uh, patriot got a uh, got a mug recently, so... Uh, and that's for, saying, that's for saying that he and Alex were co not cooking the books, but... Working a, a clever way of making the books do what they want. They're still doing it. Yeah. They're still doing it. The last so, three or four weeks, Alex Zuno submitted exactly one billion credits no, worth of, and, uh, of bounties. You know, and I, I think Alex should go for this because um, she's done a huge amount of work for, for yeah, collecting bounties. Yeah, I would agree with that. And yep. the, the guides that she's done for how to fight pirates and how to equip your ship to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and the, the one that they're doing at the moment to try and work out how you do the kind of thing that Deluvian did going out there uh, into the black, but with a set of ships uh, and make sure you get optimal fuel. Um, yeah, don't do it like a certain commander we mentioned last week who fell asleep and... Yeah, yeah. anyway, it's not... We'll make sure that we'll get some more news of... Off of them when it's um, when it's time to move on. Yes, but anyway, mm -hmm. go do it. Go fight for Paladin, please. We would like you to help. Yes, please. Right. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. Go on then. What's the next one? I just I just could say HCS mini packs. Yes, I've got a little graphic here. But, and so this is a, a bit of a thing because, as, as you know, Vante and um, part part of his uh, time, one of his hats is working with the HCS voice pack people, not just because he's the voice of Cecil, but he does a lot of the programming now. Uh, but what they're producing now is a, a mini pack. One of the things that, that there are some people out there who say, well, I like having the special voice, but the problem is mm. that it, I don't want voice attack to do those things. I want to, I want to go my own way. I don't, I want to, maybe I've got one of these joysticks with 50,000 buttons on it, so I don't need to do all these things, but I want, I'd really love to have one of these iconic voices out in my cockpit with me, but doing the things that I want to do. And no, they don't do that kind of, that kind of thing. No, no, before you get, before dead meat gets excited, no, none of those words are programmed in. <clears throat> um, but what or this, are they? Yes. What this allows you to do, as I understand it, is you, you're licensing a set of phrases, pre-recorded phrases, which you are then you can then use in your own scenarios in a voice attack or whatever. So what, whatever you want to do, you've licensed it for your personal use. That's my understanding. If I'm wrong and you're a lawyer, don't come to me. Okay. <laughs> but but that that's so that people who want to be a bit uh, want to be creative. That's not me. I just want to take the one that works because the, 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 those um, packs are brilliant. The standard packs. I, I can't fly my ship without it because I have no idea what any of the bindings are these days. I just, I, I just let the HS voice back and voice voice attack do it for me, um, which, which is fine as long as you can remember what the phrase is. 
And I, I say, yeah. said before that I have found out that the phrase, if you've turned on uh, silent running, the phrase to turn it off is not, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> because I've tried that and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. I just exploded. <laughs> yes. Mm. But yes, they don't so, currently have those for for Xbox and, and PlayStation Four yet. Mm, but they they sound fantastic. Mm, yeah. Well, yes. I mean, obviously, it's because they're piggybacking off of at the moment off of Voice Attack, which is a fantastic program and such good value for money. Even if you wanted programming everything yourself, it, it's peanuts. Mm. Yeah. So it's a cup of coffee somewhere. But so so that's a little that's a little plug for Van Tiam because he's not able to be with us this evening because um, he's uh, he's gone to visit as we, as we were coming up towards Christmas he's gone to visit um, elder relatives who forgot to mention that their road was being dug up so that the internet was uh, a bit bio waste um, <laughs> so he he, he uh, managed to get in it took him four minutes to open the script apparently so um, and, and I think doesn't that's just because he, he doesn't he have a mobile dongle. He, well, yes, he does, and it's a nice four G one, and it's brilliant. I've seen him use it. Unfortunately, Sounds his mother's fabulous. his mother's You've house is built of steel. Dongle, have you? Yes, his, yeah. his mother's house has got a steel frame. So, uh, um, the weather's not quite ideal for sitting outside, even with a festive green jumper. For doing this, <laughs> he did say he was looking at his festive green jumper, and I just said, "Go away, go and be with your mother. Yeah, you know, start wrapping the presents that she hasn't done, and make sure you put your name on all of those, <clears throat> all the ones you like." Yeah. So um, Pantheon will be back, sh should be back with us next next week. Yeah, but at the moment he's just having a little rest and listening to us and going titter, titter, titter. Well, I think that's the... Is it, yes. No, that's that's dead meat. Yeah. Is your jumper pilling? Mine, mine's pilling. Picking it's little, piling. Little oh, you need one of those pilling. little... You can get one of those electric razors that goes goes across and yeah. takes oh, all the bubbles yeah. off. Is it, is it, is it going a bit bubbly? Oh, it's got, it's got yeah. a, well, it's, it's got bobbles on it anyway. Not bobbles, bobbles. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but, I think the, the pilling, though, is the... I think it's the Kevlar that makes it bulletproof. That's the... Uh, well, don't mm. take it off, then. I mm. It's beginning to whiff a bit. Vanti says he's surrounded by girders. Sorry, I, th I, think, I, think, I think Mia, you're most surrounded by girders. I mean, that's what your drink's made yes. from. Yeah, that's, right? yeah, that's our other national drink. It's made in Scotland from Gibbles. Mm. <clears throat> okay, well that's enough advertising for Vantian there. For uh, Vantian, yeah. <laughs> talk, now advertising for charity raising. We've done this before. Charity. Yes. What I've got here is uh, a trailer for the Beyond Dockers Christmas special. Remember, it is not oh, too late for you people to get off of your pilot seat, and take your wallet out. By which and... he means us. Yes, and, <laughs> and put. Let's have a look. And if I press this button, there is a link gone into the chat where you can actually go and donate money, which goes to our our special charities. Well, it's going to special to special effect. If I do that, I click, click on that for myself, so I just read. Well, that didn't work. Oh, we go. Script's being really slow. I click on it and go to it. Uh, no, that's not working. Whoa, it's loading up on two... I've got it loading up five times now. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Beyond Dockers Christmas special. Uh, it's uh, going to special effect. And we're st we've still got a long, long way to go on this. It's got, come on, you're generous truckers. Come on, this is raising money for special effect. The the Kickstarter in here, it's nonsense because all the... Most of the l levels are a, a bit... 
Well, not tongue-in-cheek because it's Dockers. You never know what you're going to get put in there. But it does allow you to have... Some, I mean, some of the things are a bit late now because you, you won't be able to get in there because they've finished editing it. But why not just give some money, as Bob Geldof and if, would have said? If you get... Yeah, no, he wouldn't. He would have said yeah. it slightly differently. I was thinking that myself. <laughs> There's enough swearing in there <laughs> yeah. already. So. Um, as you can see. Yeah, and if you want tongue-in-cheek, well, pay us some money and we'll definitely do that for you. Yeah. So <laughs> let, me, let me play this little um intro this is a one where lcu no fool like one has personally re-edited this to take out to the swearing so um i don't know if you've ever seen um have you ever seen the film in bruges mm. it's, it's a it's a really good film but there's so much swearing in that that they act on the dvd there's a special track well, with thanks. just there's just all the fucks put together and it's 20 minutes long <laughs> <laughs> so, so this this original trailer from Dockers was two and a half hours, but I think it's down to about two minutes now. Okay, so that here sounds, we go. That seems like the right go. That's should should be going. Now it's not. Talk amongst yourself while I work out one. <laughs> I was just going to say it sounds like the Sean Bean bastard video. The one where he's, it's just all the bits taken from Sharp. He's bastard, bastard, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Something has just taken up all the CPU on my PC. So <clears throat> just yeah, talk no. among oh. yourselves. Talk among yourselves. That's not, that's being a bit silly. Bear with. Keep talking. Okay. Right, um... Because there's no point. I can't press so any buttons at the moment. Do. Nothing's happening. <laughs> so keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> we shall entertain ourselves then. Um, yeah. So there we go. So uh, 20 minutes. With my little eye. Uh-huh. Beyond mm. Dockers go deep into the psyche of the modern 34th century Christmas with exclusive content from the people who run the galaxy. Oh, God. God, it's Christmas beyond Dockers. Oh, this will be the last Christmas you ever see. Christmas. 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 Christmas, Michelle. What do you know about Christmas? Christmas. Christmas dinner. Christmas for Christmas time. Christmas. Christmas Eve. Christmas. What would you like for Christmas? Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Christmas. Christmas. Oh, good Lord, Michelle. How much did I drink at that Christmas party? The Dockers Christmas Special. It's monstrous! Donate to our Just Giving page at tinyurl.com slash beyondchristmas. Catch the premiere, 9pm UTC, on Twitch TV slash PsychoCow on Boxing Day! Well, wasn't that fun? Without yeah, the swearing. Nice of, yes. them, nice of them to release it in Boxing Day, so it would be a special birthday treat for me. Thank you. <laughs> That's why they've done it. You know that, didn't you? That's it, the only the entire reason, reason yes. That day. Yep. Yes. But there you go. Also. Okay, well. Happy with uh, that. Um, uh, are we, uh, we having anything else, or are we going to move, move on? I think, no, that's, I think uh, that's covered okay. pretty much everything that's been going okay. on. Oh, now, obviously, um, Amelia's not with us at the <clears> moment, <throat> so uh, there's no point in us saying Aardvark. Aardvark! 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 He's Flossy going to have a go as well. Aardvark! No, no it's Beneath no. her. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs>
Well, that, that ends up pretty, pretty sincerely. Well, right. and now for the spectacle, spectacle that is the mistress of the milestones, the chief amongst pilots for objectives, is Flossie with the CG News. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should Hello, Flossy here with this week's CG News. Nothing to report as there were no CGs last week and none this week. However, there is an event going on which is well worth doing. The Winking Cat's Treasure Hunt. Eric Gunnison of the Walgrass Investigations Agency provides an overview of the Winking Cat's latest escapade. Remaining of the message scrawled on the back of the Joker's deck ceremonial playing card has become clear. This time the galaxy's most infamous larcenist is actually giving away treasure rather than stealing it. Three mysterious fiddles were somehow inserted into the Galnet feed over the last week. Commanders have reported that clues within these fiddles led them to three concealed caches, each in a different system. According to the dates specified by the Winking Cat, these three caches will only be operational for a two-week period, ending on the 30th of December. We can then deduce that caches 4, 5 and 6 will activate today, and likewise remain available for the next two weeks. This is not the first philanthropic gesture from the Winking Cat. The long-lost painting, Penance Street, reappeared in 3305 alongside the thief's signature graphic of a cheeky feline face. But this is a more generous giveaway. Some even see it as redistribution of wealth, noting that the Winking Cat only ever targets corporations, governments or super-rich individuals. And that's it for this week's CG News. That was just long enough to boil a soft-boiled egg. I can tell my wife she doesn't have to rely on my uh, performance for that in future. Now, it's over to two people to whom the word old doesn't apply, nor indeed the word method. It's Beetlejuice and Wotherspoon with the Gownet News Digest. The Affiliated Counter-Terrorism Unit has revealed the true identity of the NMLA terrorist known as Theta-7. Born and raised in Fontaine on the minor imperial world Balta Sine, 
John Tyburn worked for a commercial mining company assembling demolition charges. A Marlinist from his student years, Tyburn campaigned for democracy in the empire. The authorities in Baltasine exacted their revenge for his outspoken beliefs by revoking his citizenship, getting him fired from his job, declaring his marriage void, and taking away his children. After a short prison sentence for his seditious belief in democracy, Tyburn, who'd lost everything he valued in his life, was contacted and radicalised by the NMLA. Using the skills acquired from his job, Tyburn constructed explosive devices for the terrorists. It was apparently he who came up with the idea of using Thargoid enzymes to create explosives potent enough to wreck entire starports. But it was only with the help of engineer Liz Ryder, who believed she was developing weapons for the Euribia Blue Mafia, that John Tyburn was able to develop a practical delivery mechanism. The first starports were bombed using this hybrid technology in September 3306. The Empire imprisoned and interrogated Tyburn soon after, and it was while in a secret interrogation facility, Serene Harbour, that Tyburn was given the assignation Theta-7, which he continued to use after he escaped in January this year. A series of terrible bombings followed, and it wasn't until December the 13th, 14 months after the bombing campaign started, that ACT and the Epsilon Farnassus Empire Group, with the unlikely help of members of the Far God cult, finally cornered Tyburn, and he detonated explosives inside the megaship Sacrosanct, killing himself, his close followers, and around 40,000 religious adherents. Marlinist First Minister Olivia Volkov grew up in the same neighbourhood as Tyburn. She expressed her shock at how the Empire's political persecution of someone who had been campaigning peacefully for democracy radicalised him into what she described as a monster. However, she made it clear that the Empire's treatment of Tyburn in no way excused his acts of terror. Councillor Nakato Kane has alleged that members of the Alliance Assembly are making private deals with Sirius, amid fears that the corporation is wielding undue influence on Alliance decision-makers. The allegation coincides with a visit by Sirius CEO Li Yongrui to Alioth at the invitation of the Assembly to discuss a possible defence contract to protect Alliance systems from the Thargoid threat. The ongoing suspension of Aegis comes at a time of increased Thargoid activity in systems managed by the Alliance, including in the Witchhead and Colsac regions, where subsidiary Sirius Atmospherics have played a big part in helping the Alliance to exploit Thargoid resources primarily meta-alloys, which are harvested from Thargoid barnacle sites. Sirius, like the Alliance, has suffered a number of defections from its defence forces in recent weeks, as the popularity of Salvation grows. It's unclear whether the proposed arrangement between Sirius and the Alliance will involve working with Salvation, or if it will be an independent defence arrangement. In related news, Professor Albertezro has thanked those that helped collect samples of Salvation's technology so that it can be independently reverse-engineered. Engineer Ramtar is reported to be working on this investigation night and day, and intends to publish a report within days. The Walglass Detective Agency, renowned for its quick-witted sleuthing, has woken up to the fact that the Winking Cat has given away treasure. They've announced on Gallet that, wait for it, the Winking Cat is giving away treasure. 
the three riddles posted on Galnet by the Winking Cat direct commanders to caches on planets in different systems. When scanned, those caches release rewards to be collected from nearby stations. The first three caches will be active for another week, but three more caches became active today, with every expectation there will be clues to them over the coming days. The second set of three caches is expected to remain active until the 6th of January. Walgoss compared the Winking Cat's giveaway to Robin Hood, who stole from the rich and redistributed wealth to the poor, and described this current campaign as far more generous than the return of the artwork Pennant Street to the Alliance Festival of Culture on Turner's World in Alioth in September 3305. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders Beetle, Jude and Wallacebone. We've just time for the Tech Monkey to change the slides in the Magic Lantern before we hand over to the Apology Officer with the Hutton Helper results. Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with an individual fruit trifle, so you can celebrate in style. This week we had the following events. The Hollow Me Isolation Friends Christmas Shield. The 3D misprinted Christmas dinner with turkey-sized sprouts, cup winner's cup. The Lockdown 2 Electric Boogaloo Deja Vu Trophy. The Get Out of Covid free card grabbed by the Fuzz Special Award. The Wiping Your Bum with a Pot Noodle Lid Insulation Isolation Marathon. And the Talking to the Bobbleheads Christmas Trees Looking at Me Funny Extravaganza. So, bar the windows, lock the doors, I got a roaring fire going so there's no way in for no social distancing Father Christmas. This week's Hutton Helper results are Comet Born is at the top of the Explorers this week with 32,000 light years travelled. Light 027 sold 79,000 tonnes of goodies to come first in cargo sold. Our top mission runner this week is Pitstopper, who managed to get a record score of 200 and... It didn't get a record score, it managed to get a score of 261 mission points. Alex Zuno won at the bounties, again, with exactly 1 billion credits worth handed in. Again. Lord, Lord Les, with two L's, handed in 174 million credits of combat bonds to top the table. LDSK delivered 785 passengers safely to their various destinations. Um, actually, only light that fire if you have an actual fireplace with a working chimney. Otherwise, the whole thing could go very, very wrong. Anyway, decal for Lord Les, with two L's. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com 
and arranged to collect your hut and decal kit, which this week consists of a hazmat suit, a barge pole, and a spray can of coloured hand sanitizer. Socrates Ectoplasm is back on the hut and runs this week and made the hut and run at ludicrous speed to record the time of 1 hour, 22 minutes and 23 seconds. Just 3 seconds off the record and in 3rd place overall. So, are you climbing the walls? Do you feel like you're in the Overlook Hotel? Does it all, does all work and no play make you a dull commander? So, you're stuck at home, minimising your contacts, so you can spend one day arguing with your family, as is the tradition. Well, Elite Dangerous is virus-free, very, very socially distanced, and a spaceship, so log in, slob out, and keep reaching for the stars by doing wonderful things for Rutten. How, you ask? Well, I'll he- tell you how. Just go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper once it's working before hitching the reindeer up to your Christmas and going nowhere. Let's face it, anything has to be better than having to spend Christmas in an isolation airlock when everyone else is drunk and might just flush you out by mistake. Also, if two weird girls ask you to come and play with them forever and ever and ever, do not go with them. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. No new rares this week, I'm afraid. Amelia is AWOL. That's away with our love. And not, definitely not recuperating from a rares report that went wrong. No, no, we deny that. And when Amelia regains consciousness, she'll confirm that. If she knows what's good for her. However, we do have the next best thing. A rerun of an old one. And it's a good one. And appropriate, we think, for this week. I'll let Amelia tell you. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities, so you don't have to. I know that many of you were wondering what it was that I was sampling last week that kept me from my usual report, but you'll have to wait a week longer to find out. Suffice to say that I'm okay. The visions have stopped, the room has stopped swirling, and I'm now no longer covered in bees. This week, however, it's so rare a commodity that its availability hasn't been measured in tons at each visit, or even the amount you can get each day. It's the actual company of other pilots. This commodity until the start of the year 3306, was abundant throughout the galaxy. Pilots would gather at eating establishments, at events, and sometimes simply pop around each other's houses. They'd congregate in mass at LaveCon, share time at the bar, fight over the last remaining seat at the talks, and battle over a game of cards. Or werewolf. Or who got the next go in the VR. This commodity varied in price from the simple application of a little bit of time to the price of a ticket to an event, or the galactic travel to meet far-flung commanders from across the galaxy. 
When meeting, commanders exposed to this rare contact exhibited such things as hugging, or handshakes, or sometimes just the blokey nod and the all right, mate. It was infectious. And not in the itchy, nasty kind of way, but in the we-want-to-do-this-more mode. Yes, contact with other pilots is addictive. Highly addictive. So are the hugs, and the games, and the shared experiences. In terms of value, this rare commodity is priceless. Then, of course, there's the danger. Addiction is just one side effect, but there are others. There is the risk that if you're too generous when around other commanders during a raffle, you'll need a forklift to take your prizes home. At least one commander has risked life and limb by disappearing under a pile of such things. Then there's the risk of falling asleep at the bar, only to wake at three in the morning and attempt to walk to your tent, narrowly avoiding a huge pit en route. Of course, there are risks of invasion by dangerous man-eating field mice and rabid wedding parties in the proceedings, but these are few and far between. All in all, for the last year and a half, the fact that this has become a rare is just, well, rubbish. Hollow me hugs just aren't the same. But with hard work and perseverance, I'm absolutely convinced that this rare will become a commodity again very soon. I'm Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest from LaveCon. I'm looking forward to trying out company again soon, and I'm absolutely sure in this case that you have to, too. there we are. That was lovely, wasn't it? That was back when we could actually be in the same room and everything. Mm. Mm. <sighs> in the before time. Yeah. When people were nice and not zombie. No, no you've got you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was some um, that was interesting. Yeah. Mm. Oh. But it's nice. I thought that uh, we thought that was quite appropriate. That the company of others is is the rarest thing of all at the moment. It's flipping rare. Yes. No. Oh, so that's that's just probably made everybody feel a lot more depressed. So well done, us. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Let's go. <laughs> and the good news is we'll be finished soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm wearing Velcro. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah, thank you for that. Well, we can't really talk to Amelia about this because Amelia's not here. She's yeah. visiting people. Oh, she's got to speak to humans. It's a long time since I've done any of that. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's her mother, so I, be I believe it's um, it's people. Yes. She's gone yeah. home to the mothership. I can't, I can't visit mine. Mm. No, 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 no. We well we can, but it's it's um it's it's standing it's standing in a in a 
a wood I looking at the bit. It, wood. Yes. It would have been a ninety fifth birthday today. Almost your twenty third of December. Yeah. And almost mm. Christmas, baby. What? Yeah, she was. Yeah. My wife's oh. thirty tomorrow. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, the, the important thing to the is it, it's we need to differentiate between Christmas and birthday. So I haven't bought a present for either. Oh yeah, no, no. You, but you have bought. A, you have. You've not bought a separate presents, is what I'm saying. No, what, no, the, no. You've no, not bought. A, you, you haven't bought her two presents. You haven't bought her. It's not like you haven't bought, bought, bought her anything just for her, and I separately haven't bought her anything for Christmas. That's good. That's what I wanted well, that's to know. Differentiating yeah. then is it? That's that's. Well, well it's occasion exactly the same. It's treat each occasion exactly the same, but at least it's not. He hasn't not got her a combined present. No, that's true. Uh, it's the thought that counts. Well, maybe it's two, two yeah. parts yeah, of the same thing. He hasn't given much of that either. <laughs> <laughs> I could never, I could never yeah. wait till Christmas. If I see it, I order it and give it to. Him, so, yeah, that's because it's one of those, it's one of those things that if you have a December birthday, that you always hate is getting a combined Christmas and birthday present. Although, you know, what what you've done is not get her two separate <laughs> presents as opposed to not getting her a combined present. Exactly, which is thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's any reassurance, I haven't got you anything for the 26th either, or the 25th. Excellent. Yeah. That's very kind of so you. I got you, exact, I got you just what I got you last year. That's so yeah, thoughtful. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> People are just copying my present that's, ideas now. I'm yeah. sorry. That's, 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 good good. Of, that's good because the ones for last year have worn out, and I need new ones anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, I know what... Well, I don't not need new... What, yeah. I know what Palantir uh, is getting for Christmas. Mm. Because <laughs> I have felt his presence. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Can we go? Can I go? I'm getting a mic. He's giving me one of my heads. <laughs> well, yes. uh, has he Wurzel? What? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> yes. I uh, he was going to do the Darth Vader voice, but... Uh... Whatever you do, don't buy Paula a vacuum cleaner for Christmas. She will <laughs> kill you. Dyson, yeah, Dyson, you'll be yeah. dicing with that. <laughs> uh... Every week... Mm. Uh, yeah, you do it every week. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I think you did that joke maybe once. <laughs> maybe two or three times. But yeah. yeah, but it was two or three times an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always for, for, a week, for a week, yeah, yeah, for a week and a half. <laughs> age appropriate. My age, uh, not, not Okay, well, I'm, I, I've been I've been told by something. If we finish before 10 o'clock, then I get something special. Right. Well, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep on going for another seven minutes, but well, that's that, well, would, uh, that would come out all wrong. It, well, she said, can I have a, can I have a soft-boiled egg after the show? So um, I think that's what it means. <laughs> 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 mm. uh, when... <clears throat> Chicks, has got, Chicks has got a fleet carrier full of performance enhancers if you need them. <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, uh, but he, that... I'd have to teabag him to do it, so that's not going to work. Oh, my Lord. Oh, Lithobreaker. No. No, Lithobreaker's just gone too far. With Dyson jokes suck. Yes. <laughs> well, I think that rather brings us to a, a point of yeah, the an, evening an where... awkward end. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I... Which... <laughs> You'll be what? having that with a soft boiled egg. I want, to thank almost, I want to thank almost everybody who's been with me this evening. <laughs> ah, and we had great fun. And as they say, if you've enjoyed this half as much as we have, we've enjoyed it twice as much as you. Yes. Yes. 
All right. And so yes. all that remains is for the the absent Amelia to shout at us and to say... For the mug! For the mug! For the mug! For the mug! never really mattered at all we're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today super cruising all across the milky way we'll take anything anytime and To the sun, Swivel likes the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads us well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yells. Father Mac, Father Mac, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Father Mac, Father Mac, now everybody sing the Hut and Trucker song. gentlemen that's the end of the show everyone's buggered off now so why don't you bugger off too seamless